0: Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. Today's episode of Go See a Show is brought to you by Heartbeat Opera, an innovative indie opera company heralded as Pioneers by the Wall Street Journal and Bold and Vivid by the New York Times. Don't miss their dazzling new adaptations of the classic operas Fidelio and Don Giovanni at the Baruch Performing Arts Center in Manhattan, beginning tonight, May second, 2018, and running through the 13th. To find out if tickets are still available, go to heartbeatopera.com. Dot O-R-G. That's heartbeatopera.org. Don't miss out. I love the Borough of Queens, and so when I saw that Working Theatre was putting up a show out in a neighborhood that I'd never been to, I knew I had to check it out. Unfortunately, you cannot catch Alternating Currents, written by Adam Krar, in the neighborhood of Elecchester, however, you can still catch it. It's since moved to urban stages in Manhattan by the time that you hear this interview. It's a lovely story about a couple and their relationship to that unique Queens community. I spoke with Adam and Working Theatres Producing Artistic Director Mark Pleasant after a performance. Take a listen. Well,
1: uh, I like to start with everyone's name on the mic, so let me know who you are and what you did on uh,
2: Alternating Currents. We have with me... Adam Crar playwright. And... MARK PLEASANT, I AM THE PRODUCING ARTISTIC DIRECTOR OF THE WORKING THEATER. AND I ALMOST CALLED
1: THE SHOW um, ELECTRES, Electchester okay. INSTEAD OF WE'RE ALTERNATING CURRENTS. Uh, BECAUSE THE SHOW IS ABOUT Electchester. WHICH AS A QUEENS RESIDENT AND uh, A burgeoning QUEENS FANATIC, uh-huh. I AM DISAPPOINTED IN MYSELF THAT I HAD NEVER HEARD OF THIS. I HAD NO CLUE WHAT I WAS WALKING INTO. SO, um, WITH THAT PREAMBLE, CAN YOU TELL ME, LIKE, h- HOW DO YOU DESCRIBE THE SHOW TO PEOPLE? AND ON TOP OF THAT, Let's start talking about electchester because this right. is incredible.
3: Right. Yeah. Well, it's a story about two union electricians, uh, one of whom has never really heard of a, a Leicester com- housing complex. Newlyweds, and they, the interracial couple, and they move here, and and the complexity of Leicester, the close-knit nature of Leicester, and some of the some of the contradictions of Leicester sort of challenge, challenge them to sort of learn more about who they are as individuals and as a couple and and severely test their relationship and sort of force them to redefine what they're willing to give up to belong to this community and to belong with each other.
1: It's amazing. We gotta talk a little bit about like how that's just a perfect microcosm for living in a city, period. But yes. um I mean, this is so cool. Like right. Well you, you're not
2: the only one that hasn't heard of Electchester. Yeah, uh, I'm I, in the middle of it right now. Right. I had not heard of Leicester either and I work with Local Three for a number of years before I heard about Leicester. Oh, wow. So uh, yeah, it's one of those places that you're surprised to find in the city but that exists here. I mean we've been through the Five Boroughs One City Project, which is the umbrella project of, of Alternating currents. We have found pockets of New York that you know constantly amaze you. It's like New York is the city that you're constantly discovering things about it that you never thought existed.
1: So quick, like rundown. It's basically like a, a planned community in a sort of. Yeah. But uh, for just electricians,
2: it's not just for just electricians, okay, no, actually, okay. it was built for electricians. But early from the very beginning, it was also opened up to the general public, like 10 percent of the units, I think it was. Um, and there are a lot of union people there and, and a lot of electricians, but it's not exclusively electricians.
1: And in the show, you're getting it, so I want to get toward the, what I said, like the, how this is sort of a microcosm for uh, living in any sort of community, no matter how large that community can get. Um, is that, where did you start to write this piece? Uh, because it sounded like very real voices up there, and I know there's a lot of research that goes into the Fire Burrows One City project. Um, can you talk to me a little bit about what the process was like putting this together and how you got to this beautiful love story in the center, of this really socially aware and engaged uh, world that the whole play is taking part in?
3: I'd never heard of a <laughs> Um I wanted to work with the Five Boroughs, One City Project, and Mark Pleasant and Tamala Woodard, the artistic director of the project, said, oh, we'd, we'd like you to, r- along with the director, create a play inspired by the community of a And as soon as I found out what it was, this this housing cooperative founded by the electricians union in the 50s uh, incredibly close-knit in some ways a microcosm of the city and in some ways a real real outlier uh in terms of of communities in the city um I, i desperately wanted to do it and so then there was a phase um several years ago i guess it was almost four years ago um, that myself and the initial collaborator, Gay Taylor Upchurch, uh, spent over the course of a year, came out here a lot. And we, we were hosted by the electrician's union. We wandered around the community. We went to people's apartments. I approached people at the bus stop. I also wandered over to Pominoch and got to know people over there. Um, so just spent a lot of time. Um, we went to
2: the tree lighting, which was truly an amazing event.
1: I was already like notching that in the back of my brain. I'm like, <laughs> to oh, check my, it out, my you've my got to. she oh, yeah. sure <laughs> love it. Yeah,
3: it's amazing. And what and what um, quickly gripped me really the first day I was here, um, was was the multiplicity of voices that seemed to contradict each other about about everything, from from the politics of the street fair to what it's to how how nice it is to live here, to 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 what 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 race relationships are like and and everybody was was very heartfelt and sincere but there were a lot of contradictions some disturbing things some really inspiring things so the initial impulse for the piece um, was really to write a play for a multiplicity of voices somehow because um, it seemed a bigger piece than just a story about some people in an apartment in Queens a much bigger story Um, and and uh, but it was only when, when I sort of discovered these two characters, each of whom is inspired by people that we, we met here, loosely inspired, that, that, the, that the rest of the story kind of co- cohered around them. And I realized it could be a story that was both about the, that the microcosm of their relationship could be, could be the sort of central magnetic pole for all these other, other filings of, of voices and, and people in the community. And
1: it, like I said, it sounds so real. It sounds so true to life. And I was really struck by the fact that I felt more, I felt in this piece more than any other like show and performance that I've been in that I can think of off the top of my head that the people in the audience could easily swap roles with the people on stage mm-hmm. and I wouldn't. I just I wouldn't be confused it would totally make sense mm. and I think that's actually a beautiful thing about what you're doing with the project I, I would guess that's actually this part of this yes. right is bringing theater into the community that shows their lives but I also have this my theater brain goes off and says like wait a minute do they are they weirded out by that like, right. are, are you, is it a little too close to home or like what are your actions like well, how do people react to seeing their story so I, closely
2: yeah I, I think that uh, even given all the like work it's like seeing yourself warts and all people have have throughout the project this is the third one that we've done felt honored, on, and I mean, I don't mean to, but really felt sort of honored to be re- represented on stage um, in a real way, not in a, you know, sort of a glossed over way and not in a way that doesn't sort of look at the challenges of the neighborhood. I think that they, people get it. People know, even if they themselves see themselves on stage and see things that they don't like about themselves, they know that all of that exists and they don't want to, they're they're, they're they feel a sense of pride, but also I think a sense of um, you know wonderment about like wow this is my life it's up there on stage and like what a great thing is that right um, and it is to me that it is the heart of the project it's, the, it's sort of the heart of the working theater to represent working people's lives on stage so you know it was started uh, back in the eighties when really a lot of most plays were about. Are wealthy because yeah. those were the people buying tickets then i mean a lot has shifted in the theater uh, since then which is great um but that's really the the heart of why the theater was first started was to be able to represent working people on stage so they could see their lives on stage as well
1: so. and we we mentioned this at the before i turned on the mic but uh there's this incredibly gorgeous set behind me um and lots of lights uh, we're talking about like <laughs> L- there has to be a ton of lights uh beautiful work we're working that in, by the way. Uh, come see the show to see what I'm talking about. And um, this is not the only community where this shall be seen, right? The show is gonna have a life. Uh, I think that's also really interesting to maybe just uh, sort of reflect on that we, we do the show in the community and then we kind of take the community out into the rest of the city, yep. right? Is that what's gonna happen? What's, what's the plan for the future of the show? Uh, the-
3: Oh well, the, the next step is is a run, a kind of off Broadway run in Manhattan at Urban Stages on Thirtieth Street. And we'll be there for for about three weeks, and then and then the show tours to each every other boroughs. Um, so uh, back
2: to the communities of the home communities of the other plays. So the community where we created the Bronx play is going to see the Queens play, and, and do they get the Bronx play
1: here in Leicester's yes, yes, the stage? Yes, yes, they did. They already did. Oh, they already did. Amazing. Yes, Great. they've already
2: had the Bronx play. They've already had the Brooklyn play here. So it's we try to say that we're sort of creating a cross borough conversation about the issues that are facing all of New Yorkers, and, and so that people can see that their neighborhood is not necessarily that, that, that what they're dealing with in their neighborhood is not necessarily that different than what is happening in another neighborhood in the city. So a lot of the plays are about people losing some sense of home, so there's this interesting through line through a lot of the, the plays, and so yeah, there's, there's uh, I think a lot to be gained by seeing all of them, actually.
1: Go See a Show is the independent theater podcast. So I'm going to kind of uh, go out on a limb here and, and ask for a little bit of help. You, you've written a beautiful play. You have uh, have this incredible uh, theater company that you are uh, part of since 1989 in your bio? Yes, that's right. Um, and you guys do this really excellent work, and uh, it feels like really important work and this, like the sort of stuff that I'm really excited to get through as somebody who runs this podcast. Um, for those folks who are maybe equally as impassioned to do brilliant plays about social issues and run theater companies that deal with real life and real important things what is your advice to get to get started to get out there to to be as uh, as successful as you gents are
3: oh that's that's kind of you to say you want to take it first since you've had more experience with that <laughs> um, um i'm feeling very on the spot Adam. i'm not well, I think, I think the thing that I, as, as somebody that this is, although I've been working on this with, with Mark in the working theater for four years, this is my first working theater project, and I think the thing that, that I've, if this, if this is beginning to, to work, I think part of it is, is um, not necessarily beginning with, with a, n- not preconceiving what, what the social issue of the community is, Not even, and this is my opinion, not even trying to write a play that's political or 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 anything other than what what um, really really seems most exciting and moving and important to me. And sort of from out of that, this this play grew. So I didn't I didn't start I didn't really didn't intend to write a play that was about about class and race and and. you know the limits of community versus versus individual identity, but by discover by really listening to these people, that's that's what naturally came out of it. So I think I think just 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 listening and staying open-minded and open-hearted, is is I think the best way to write to write this kind of socially engaged theater. At least for me, I don't think I could do it in any other way. And I'm gonna this is gonna sound like
2: every probably teacher that's ever said anything but I actually believe it. it for me it was just following my own passion I had always felt uh, I, when I was young and I went to a museum I was like why did I have to pay to see that art it should be accessible so it's I have, accessibility and art has always been my, my dream and so to do a to run a theater that brings art to working people it's just it's sort of my dream so I say follow your dreams and you say I
1: put you on the spot. That was beautiful. That was exactly what I was hoping to get out of asking that question.
3: <laughs> oh, but it'll sound so much better if I could rehearse it a little. like, like these Oh, actors. but that, that's why I,
1: I do this thing and I just show up with a microphone and yeah. shove it in your face. This is real. It's raw. This is, uh, this is Working Man's Podcasting. Uh, the show is Alternating Currents. We are at, uh, well, I mean, actually, I didn't say that earlier. Uh, what is the actual name of the building? I'm going to get it wrong.
2: Uh, it's the IBEW, International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers, and it is on... Uh, 158-11 Jewel Avenue uh, in Queens, in the heart of uh, Lecchester.
1: Do not let the distance scare you away, and uh, there is the run at Urban Stages. When is uh, when is that going to happen? Do you have May, dates? May
2: first through May twentieth.
3: Oh, brilliant! Oh, yeah, this yeah. goes right after this. Right Wonderful! After this. And if so you're we, in yeah. one of the boroughs, if right. you're in Bronx, Staten yeah. Island, Brooklyn, yeah. it will be it will be at a venue not too far from you, up in your borough.
1: Yeah. Tickets and more information can be found at
3: www.theworkingtheater.org
1: E R R E. E E-R. R.
2: Right. Thank you for asking.
1: Uh, It's the most asked question on the podcast after what's the show. Uh, Thank you, gentlemen, so much and great work. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much. much.
3: Thanks a lot.
0: Thank you, Adam and Mark, for hanging out after the show to chat. You can catch Alternating Currents, not in Electchester, as I did, unfortunately. I got that wrong in the interview. Uh, that was just for a couple performances. But they are running for a few weeks through May 20th, 2018, at Urban Stages, 259 West 30th Street in Manhattan, and then in the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. Check out the show notes for dates, or just head over to theworkingtheater.org. G, that's theater with an e r for a full list of performances links to tickets and more thanks to you for listening into the podcast if you dig it please like it on facebook facebook.com slash go see a show follow at go see a show on twitter and rate and or comment on the show's apple podcasts page until next time go see a show brilliant great oh, thank, well, thank you so much yeah, really thank, to you. See, right, great, thank you that was actually